Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. SG Extra, only on Money FM 89.3. Right, now digital transformation and enterprise. Cloud technology are front and center on Tech Talk today. The COVID 19 pandemic pushed businesses to radically reinvent themselves to adapt to evolving consumer needs amidst a surge in e commerce adoption and mm. digital interactions. That's right. And this has led businesses in Southeast Asia to quickly implement intelligent technologies to gain a competitive edge in an endemic future. That means a cloud-first strategy is fundamental in their transformation. Let's find out about the next step forward with Varina Xiao, President and Managing Director, SAP Southeast Asia. Varina, very, very good to have you with us. Could you please tell us about how Southeast Asian businesses are faring at the moment in the move to go digital? So first of all, good afternoon and happy Thursday, one day closer to the weekend, and thank you for having me today. So what we see in Southeast Asia is that, as you mentioned, right, so many companies of all sizes, big and small, are looking to see how they have to go digital to thrive in the never normal. You know, in last year, as we got hit by the pandemic, a lot of businesses you know, were in fear of the unknown. What do we do? But as we got well, kind of use of the pandemic and we understand that we need to still continue with business. We have companies of all sizes talking about digital transformation and seeing it not just an option but some, or something nice to have, but really this is critical and enabler to help businesses drive business outcomes and really focus on improving customer experience. So we see so many companies, big and small, looking to build new business models, enhance products, services and experience to retain and also differentiate themselves from the competition and end of day to build a sustainable business. What is really interesting is not only the large enterprises are looking and embarking on digital transformation journeys, Mm -hmm. but also the smaller traditional family-owned businesses are recognizing that they have to embrace digital transformation. Mm. So, Verena, then, from large to small, what are some of the key trends that you're seeing when it comes to this digital transformation journey? I mean, compared to last year when we saw a slower rollout, perhaps a little bit more Mm. reluctance, but now you say companies across the board are all getting on board a digital transformation. So what are some of the key trends that you're seeing across all of these firms, large and small? Yeah. So I like to summarize the trends. I won't say it's just purely digital trends because end of day technology is here mm-hmm. to enable business outcomes, mm. right? Right. So I would, I would categorize it in three P's, people, process, and platform, all which are super important, but for different reasons. So for people, end of the day, we are a people business. And it's very clear that the whole, the whole ex- employee experience it's very different today whereby employees are working remotely. In fact, I'm calling in uh, from home at this point, right? Yes. That makes uh, two of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, and so this whole hybrid work, and no one is looking that you have to go in the office to have calls or mm. you know, necessarily have face-to-face meetings, right? So and hybrid work and how employees need to then ensure that they drive, continue to drive employee engagement, retain their talent, and also how they adapt to the whole flexible work environment. So for SAP, we have, um, we have really launched globally a pledge-to-fledge flexible work mode, and not just for now during pandemic, but really moving forward. That is 
that is the work of the, the future of work, right? So that's one that we see clear trend. Now, the other one reading to people is that you hear a lot of talk about mental well-being, mm. employee well-being, right? So that's really important. And we are looking at not just the physical well-being of our employees and our people, but really mentally make sure that they take time. Because when was the last time any one of us had traveled for a holiday? <laughs> yeah. Not 18 months, right? Not, not for a long time yet. So that, that element of how do we cater and how do we measure and mental well-being of employees is really critical. So the people aspect is important. Secondly, and, and really important to complement the people aspect, is also how can businesses really level up, become more efficient and perform better to stay competitive in today's really increasingly volatile market, which is, and disruption is, is here to stay, right? So for more businesses, this means delivering modern data-driven processes that go beyond just tweaking, making some tweaks, but really on thinking about how they rethink, re-engineer their business processes to optimize business outcomes. And now this leads me to the third key, the platform, whereby how companies are thinking about adding intelligent capabilities, right? We hear so much about big data, hmm. AI, artificial intelligence, IoT, machine learning, digital tweet, and, and, and robotic process automation, IRP, and it's here to stay. Data is the new currency and it's a priority for all organizations because they can take the data they have and make it accessible and also use it to gain insights and make real-time decisions. Now, an example I would love to share is, is uh, one of our customers in Philippines in the healthcare industry, Zulik Pharma. They are one of the leading services provider groups in Asia, which is making healthcare more accessible to the region. Now, with SAP, the Intelligent Robotic Process Automation Solution, or IRPA for short, that has helped them to quickly process orders automatically, and that automated ordering means that they could meet all that growing and quickly shifting needs of their customers without further delay. This has helped them clear an entire backlog of more than 10,000 IT-related cases in need of audits, a task that would have required three full-time employees, and free, and this enabled them to free, to free 20 employees from the mundane task of just opening and processing email orders. That's a, that's a fascinating case study you've just mentioned there. Uh, what kind of challenges would businesses like that and others face in evolving their strategy and offerings? And, and what are the hurdles to digital transformation in the face of a new reality? Yeah, this is a really, this is a really good question. So I would say that the challenges we see and we hear from our customers and companies are, are in four areas. One is definitely finance and cash flow areas, right? Whereby they have factoring incomes and revenues and, and they have to really balance top line, bottom line. And that's put tremendous pressure on the business mm-hmm. as they struggle for survival. And, 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 that, and, that, and that's why data is really important to have the insights on where is their financial position, the potential areas for cost reduction, and also forecasting impact on long-term investment. So that's one. Second is the volatility of customer demand. Right? That has really shifted. What we see um, from one of our customers in Indonesia, Bank Neo Commerce, a leading Indonesian banking provider, they're using a solution, our Quartrix, which is our experience management platform, to uncover critical market and consumer insights that gives them a competitive edge in the country digital banking sector. With this, they are able to conduct 
ongoing market and consumer research studies to rapidly understand how preferences have changed and, and how they can deal and, and switch decisions in real time to really capitalise opportunities and satisfies mm. customer demands. That's really, really important. That's all evolving yeah. customer demand, right? Now, the third area, and I'm sure you've heard so much about this, is the supply chain disruptions. Right? All around the world, with all the COVID restrictions, factories and manufacturers had to shut down on a large scale for many, many months. So there's a huge shortage of, 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 of supply of many different parts. What we see, um, some of our customers have done, such as Olam, a leading food and agribusiness here in Singapore, and PCI, also a leading specialist in electronic manufacturing services here in Singapore. What they have done is really digitize, automate, and future-proof their supply chain from design to operate. Now, the fourth area, which I've touched on a, uh, a little bit, is that whole employee engagement. And how do we skill and upskill and reskill our employees for digital reality that mm-hmm. we have to operate today. That's really, really important. As well as retain the talent we have and ensure that they're engaged because um, the, the whole talent market there is it's really hot these days with many people thinking <laughs> about you know, their jobs mm-hmm. and, 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 whether, and how they would you know, deal with the requ- requirements as they move really to their whole mode of where digital is here to stay. So these are the four areas that we see Okay. And my and my and my main philosophy, if I can share, is really, even though these are challenges, challenges also presents opportunities. There is no single so, path forward, but we need to move forward. And the main thing is to take action now. Verena, I love your positive attitude. We're speaking with Verena Xiao, President and Managing Director at SAP Southeast Asia. But very quickly, one last question for you, Verena. Sure. We've got to talk about the cloud quickly. And I know there's been a lot of conversation around cloud-based transformation. But what is next beyond the cloud? Tell us. Yeah. Well, I think that cloud is here to stay, right? It is a means to an end. And it's not going away. It's not just another industry buzzword or jargon. Now, but leveraging on the cloud, what do we see is, as you mentioned earlier, the intelligent enterprise is key to truly flourish in the disruptive world we live in today. What we mean by intelligent enterprise is one that that really connects people to process and data analytics in real time to make real-time decisions, right? The second one is a network enterprise. So, during this whole pandemic, we see the importance of communities that we are part of connecting and working together. That's where we see how, that, that, and that is where we see the future moving toward the whole collaboration across networks and network of networks. The third one is one that is a really hot topic these days and really critical for the sustainability, not just of enterprises, but of our world today, right? A sustainable enterprise. We need companies to demonstrate the vigor and discipline, how they're going to turn sustainability into a long-term strategy and integral part of their day-to-day operations. So it's not just about measuring top line or bottom line, but also the green line. And that is absolutely important moving forward. Marina Xiao, it's been fascinating talking to you. Great energy as well. Love the positivity, as uh, Rachel said. President and Managing Director, SAP Southeast Asia, talking about digital transformation for companies here. Thanks so much for joining us. We look forward to talking to you again. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And have a great day, great afternoon ahead. Thanks. You too. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. 
Available on Google Play or the App Store.